Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the running post. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get to the episode, we always like to uh, give a shout out to our fellow companions and uh, just how to rate us, how to keep reviewing us. And, uh, you know, typically on our podcast platform, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts, uh, there's ways for you to comment, rate, give five stars. Uh, You know, I know our our network appreciates that. Uh, The more that we get, uh, the more exposure that we have uh, moving forward as a network. And ultimately that is a goal that we want to have is to be able to build up a network that uh, who knows could potentially allow us to give you podcasts full time. And Bryce and I can be in your ears more often and we could potentially have other guests who are also in your ears more often. We have uh, plenty of content from the divine rhyme. Circle City Cinema, which I believe my co-host will be a part of in a future episode. And there's there's plenty of uh, other content involved. Alex and uh, Dylan's Basketball Power Hour uh, is continuing to put out content. So we have a lot for you. Uh, so not, do not be afraid to rate and review and subscribe to our Running Hook platform. I know the Divine Rhyme has also put stuff on their own YouTube channel as well. So please don't be afraid to check that out. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm very happy to welcome in my co-host, Bryce Shaddy uh, to the Lynn Sandy. Bryce, this was a crazy weekend. Had to be a nice weekend for you because you probably weren't as stressed uh, with you know, no Colts, but you had to be excited about what took place, I'm assuming, from the Colts perspective. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we got we got uh, two out of the three L's that we needed. Uh, you know, we're in the playoffs. We're in the six seed spot. We could have potentially been fifth. We could have potentially been fifth with, I believe, a Chargers loss, which that didn't happen. Um, but hey, we got the other two losses that we needed to pop us into uh, the playoffs while we're on a bye week. How can I be upset with that, Caleb Lynn? I can't be. No, no, they they didn't do anything and, and things went in their favor. So, I mean, they can't. You can't beat that from your Colts. And, uh, you know, we have we have our you know typical teams that we're not covering. Some matchups we're not including include uh, the Chargers. The Chargers pretty much killed the Giants. The score is kind of deceiving. Uh, we're not covering Jaguars, Titans. The list goes on. Uh, but, Bryce, we'll, we'll get into our, our segments here. Uh, I know there was somebody that you had in mind, forget the sack, that I, I personally was very intrigued to hear more about. Why did you pick this person? Well, Caleb, I'm picking Sean McDermott uh, this week. Officially, officially. Last week, I gave him a partial get the sack. Now, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done with this. I'm done with this. You are a defensive head coach and and you let another team just murder you on defense. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And and I I don't know. Something's got to give. This is this is a team that that people were very high on. I was not very high on them, but but other team, other people were very high on them as a Super Bowl contender and a Super Bowl favorite. And they're seven and six. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, I get it. It's the Buccaneers like that. That's a very tough W. But but to go in and, and basically get obliterated in the first half. Okay, it took it took a monumental effort from Josh Allen, who put on a great performance uh, after being miserable in the first half uh, to to keep this game close and at least force it into overtime. And then in overtime, the Bills, you know, give it away on uh, to Brashad Perryman. Of right. all people. Right. Uh, so, no, no. Doug, or, uh, uh, not Doug McDermott. Uh, what's his first name now? Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott, get the yeah. sack. Dude, I'm yeah. thinking 
Josh McDermott. No, he's thinking of he's thinking of the Pacers. That's all I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of. Pacers. McDermott. You're yeah, thinking I'm of sorry. former Pacers. No, you're good. Look, here here's what here's how I saw get the sacrifice, and I like that pick a lot because the Bills have to reset. You know, they have a very you look at their competition that they're facing this to end the season with. You know, they can win those games, and that probably means they're going to get to the playoffs. But I agree, if they don't step up, you know, they're not going to match those expectations people had for them in the preseason. Mine, for me, uh, I, I mean, just with what's been going on this week, really, Bryce, in the last week and a half, uh, we didn't talk about it too much in detail. Uh, but my gosh, Urban Meyer just deserves a sack. And, and I understand that's such a... <laughs> an easy person to call. Uh, but, but what he's doing is just, it is not, there is no way in the world after this season, he should have a job. Like the day after the NFL season ends, Bryce, the end of the regular season, we should be hearing about him getting fired. Like, I want to hear about this news before the playoffs start. Okay. That's, that's just, that's what it should be. It should not be, you know, how in the world as an ownership group, are you okay with how urban blames assistant coaches and how he acts like he's developed something? Because Bryce, here's the thing I was curious to hear your thoughts on, right? Urban Meyer comes in, he takes the Ohio state job and you know, he, he wins at Ohio state, right? You, you were a part of, you've seen many winning teams, but can I ask you something? Can I ask you something in your personal opinion? Do you think urban Meyer built something at Ohio State, or do you think it was kind of Trestle having a lot of success, Urban coming in and then taking it over? No, no, I, I think he is a builder of programs. I just don't think this is the type of program that he's suited to build, and, and, and the way he's acting is is not – we're, we're talking about grown men that are making lots of money, that have a lot of power now, within their organization and you can't treat people like that. Now, some of the stuff is, is just straight up. Like, what, what are you doing? Right. Um, but, right. but you can't, you don't just bench guys, um, especially star players. This isn't college. You can bench star players in college and get away with it. But when it comes to professional sports, you just can't do it. You can't do it. You can't go around and kick people uh, as right, what Josh right. Lambeau yeah. has yeah, exactly right. has uh, yeah. alligated against him and, and yeah. Meyer vehemently denied, which that news broke just a couple hours ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this is fresh in everyone's mind. Yeah. Uh, this this could get very ugly very quickly. Um but not, no, I think he really is a builder of programs. Has he made some questionable decisions in the past? Not just in the NFL. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't see him surviving the season either. Kid. Like, did you even, but did, Bryce, did you even expect, did you, so you, you knew him from a house and you knew what he could be right. Then all of a yeah. sudden he makes some bad decisions in terms of hiring defends people for stuff. You just, you know, was, was not good for you. Did you ever think, Urban Meyer would be a good NFL coach. You're you've watched this guy. You watched this guy multiple Saturdays for years. You have seen him get recruits coming in, in and out, and you've seen his success. But did you ever, did you ever think it would translate into NFL success? No, I I, I never thought that he'd be a, a good NFL coach. I mean, you just get, sometimes you just get vibes from certain college guys. You just know they're built for the college game and not the professional game. And he's one of them. Uh, I mean, there's very few that have defied the odds. 
uh, lately. You know, Pete Carroll, he won a Super Bowl coming over from college. But I mean, well, I mean, Caleb, let's look, let's look at the track record. Matt Rule sure. is very much on the hot seat right yeah. now. And he's he's said a lot of things even today that people don't agree with and right. think he's just using excuses. So he is very much on the hot seat. Uh, we look at Nick Saban. Uh, he left college, went to NFL, mm. quickly left the NFL mm. um, and went back to college. Some, some guys are just cut off for the college game and that's OK. That's yeah. OK. You know, I, this just isn't working. Yeah, I agree. And, and they've got it. They've just got to fix it before it's worse. You're, you're losing the locker room. You're, you're losing uh, the mindset of you know, really what this team wants to be about, right? Trevor Lawrence can't succeed uh, in this environment. Uh, Trevor Lawrence can't succeed with, uh, you know, the constant offensive line changes. Uh, they're paying guys. They're, they're not doing it in the right way. Uh, this is a team that is just ultimately a disaster. And you look at their bench and, and how they've chosen to say, hey, we're not going to give James Robinson the ball. Bryce, he finished with four yards against the Titans. And that's 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 yeah, just yeah. that's that's not and I'm sorry, like some players can have a rough night, but a guy like that having four yards when you know he's available, <laughs> I mean, it's, it just doesn't make sense. There's no way that he can have his job any longer. And and at some point, uh, Shad Khan has to look at this situation and just be like, we can do better than this. Like people will want to coach Trevor Lawrence. Like, I don't, I, I just think that's the truth. Like, I think people still see the star talent. You're not going to have to sit there and be like, well, uh, there's nothing to build around. Well, I mean, they've got some young, they've got young pieces. Trevor Lawrence is a good piece. Robinson and Etienne are good pieces. Uh, th- this is a defense with Josh Allen that has good, you know, that's got some pass rushing. I, I don't think it's the end of the world, uh, but my gosh, Urban Meyer has to move on. And in my opinion, you just have to clear the whole staff because you have to get rid of the toxicity of everything. And so I, to me, it's really a get the sack for the entire Jaguars organization moving forward because it's just not okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, who is your offensive? player of the week, Bryce. Uh, so my offensive player of the week uh, goes to George Kittle. George Kittle, massive, uh, massive game and a massive W yeah. against a very good Bengals team. 13 receptions, 151 yards and a touchdown. Uh, for me, this is also kind of a, a, a welcome back. You know, I'm, I'm happy. George has dealt with a lot of injuries lately, and it's just good to see him on the field and a big part of that offense again, yeah, uh, especially when, when they have all their playmakers going. Yeah. When you get Debo Samuel going, right, you get George Kittle going. I think Ayuk is coming along this season. He's gotten a lot of targets uh, yeah. lately because yeah. they've been using Debo in the backfield so much. So mm. I think 49ers is a team that, again, if you're not focused, they'll come up there and beat you. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll so talk about that it's, more. Yeah, yeah. It's a team that you do not want to trifle with. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, that, that was a, a big time game from Kittle. He had some awesome catches down the stretch that put him in positions to win. Um, Bryce mine is the man who ran for 205 yards and two touchdowns on 27 carries on Thursday night football. Dalvin cook was on a whole nother level. And, and, you know, a lot of people were saying, Bryce, well, anybody can run through those holes. And, you know, that's that's definitely true because those holes were wide. But let me, but when you have a guy like Dalvin Cook going through those holes, running 205 and dealing with the injuries that he's been dealing with. I mean, Bryce, a lot of people and there are people on this network that, that are that act like you do not pay the running back position 
it's the value of it is not enough or what you're getting from the position is not enough. But the Minnesota Vikings would not even be remotely in the position at six and seven unless they had Dalvin Cook. Period. They well, would they not be. They could have more wins if Dalvin Cook stayed healthy. I'll see. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, in, in my opinion, Bryce, there's a lot of blame to that. You can look at the way that they've hardly addressed the offensive line. You can look at the fact that this is a team that has just put a lot into Dalvin. Dalvin's a great player. He's. They will. They would not get into the position that they are without him. I. I'm of the belief that when you look at what he's doing right now with all the injuries that he's going through, those two torn labrums, it's pretty insane. I, I think I think it's such a an amazing performance uh, to have, especially off a short week for him to do that. It's crazy to me. I, I cannot believe he did that. Uh, Defensive player of the week, Bryce, I, I saw your saw your pick. I, I cannot disagree with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Micah Parsons was an absolute animal, Caleb. And, I, and I'll read you his stat line, and it's not going to shock you at at first but wait till i'm done with it so he had three total tackles in this game all three of them were solo tackles two of those tackles were for sacks and his other tackle was a tackle for loss it gets more impressive as you go down the line and caleb lynn i gotta say he delivered one of the most powerful sacks on taylor heineke that was legal and it wasn't flagged (laughs) that I've seen since they've changed the rules. He absolutely murdered Taylor Heineke. I believe it knocked him out of the game for a few minutes. I think it did too. I mean, I just watched it absolutely <laughs> obliterated it. He was all over the field. I tell you, when they use him at defensive end, I think he's more effective at defensive end than he is at linebacker. I really do. And, I, I would and that's, agree. That's not taking away from his linebacking abilities. Yeah. I just think he's that good as a pass rusher. And I know you have Demarcus Lawrence and, and you got Randy Gregory on it on each side, which yeah. that's a dynamite duo in and of itself. Very much so. Uh, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence back from injury. He had a sack in this game and we saw Randy Gregory uh, make a very athletic play and get yeah. the, the interception. <laughs> uh, I mean, this defense is dangerous when they're healthy. Yeah. It's just, are. can they be consistent through the rest of down the stretch here to get them in the playoffs right. and win a couple playoff games. That's yeah. the big question. But, but I'll tell you what, I, th- this kid, uh, Mark, Micah Parsons has got a bright future and the Dallas Cowboys absolutely stole him where they took him in the draft. Yeah, they sure I think did. they took him what? 11th. Yeah. 12th, 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 which is insane. Yeah, it is. It's insane. He wasn't even the first defensive player taken. <laughs> It's insane. JC Horn or Micah Parsons. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, look, when you're, when you're looking at a guy like that and I agree with you hundred percent, I like Micah Parsons as a pass rusher, but it's just that versatility he gives you Bryce. I mean, I can't blame Dallas for saying, Hey, uh, we want you at linebacker. Cause we want all, you know, you want all three studs in the game, you know? Yeah. And, and I heard a podcast the other day, Bryce, I was listening to something and, <laughs> I just couldn't agree more. I mean, you could argue they have three A-level pass rushers on that defense. And and that's that is rare. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if there's a team that has that in the league. You know, the closest thing that I could think of would be the Los Angeles Rams. And that's where I'm gonna go for my defensive player of the week. And, and Aaron Donald, you know, I, and Aaron Donald what is a arguably what a Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Donald almost every single week could be in this nomination. But it, I just, it's true. I, it's I, true. I came in it's this week just like, man, did he put on a show when he needed to. Three and sacks. Three sacks. He he gets that big game clinching one 
at the end on the road. I mean, just such a terrific play. His what he does for the Rams is just unbelievable. You know, they can mix and match so many different guys. You know, we see guys like Dante Fowler, Bryce have career years and then go leave for another team and then just fall off the earth. Like, in my opinion, you look at guys that have just been around him. The success level is just through the roof. And the way that I look at the Rams right now is, man, they look awfully good. On, on, I thought they looked very good on Monday. I thought they looked sharp on Monday. And this is the team that I think we can, you know, see moving forward as a, a legit threat. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But in terms of a collapse, Bryce, did you have anybody that uh, came up in your mind? Yeah, I'm going to stay with the same game. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they, they had the Rams on the ropes very early in that game. Yeah. And they just weren't able to capitalize. Uh, it was a, in my opinion, is it, I felt like it was a must win for Arizona. I really did. Um, because I feel like they've been struggling a little bit. Um, they battled through some injuries. Kyler was out. Hopkins is out, which, you know, we're going to talk more about Nuck, uh, here and and the impact on the season on on the rest of the regular season, at least. Um, but Arizona had a, had a very good chance to capture this number one seat or put them in a very good position to be the number one seed in the NFC. And and this was the game to do it against a division rival. Um, Marquee matchup. Don't get me wrong. This was the correct game to go on Monday night. And I mean, the Rams came away with it. The, the, the show, the prime time, the show time. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to talk more in depth about this game, but yeah, my collapse is, is the Arizona Cardinals. I, I get that. I think that's a really good one. Uh, Bryce, you're going to be shocked with mine. I'm going with the Ravens, man. I, I mean, I'm ah, sick and tired of, I'm oh, sick and oh, tired of, I'm sick and tired excuse of Excuse the injuries. I'm not, ex- I'm not going to excuse crap. The way, the way that the problem with them right now, Bryce is they are you. First off, you had an opportunity to win this game, even when Lamar was out, you know, but you, you, you just started off the game bad. Okay. So don't give me the whole idea of like, well, you know, Lamar got injured in the middle of the game. I'm not saying that's not a big deal, but I'm not going to excuse them because they pretty much got their butts kicked early in the game and just tried to squeeze it out late. And the Browns almost gave it to him because Baker Mayfield. Uh, but the way that I see it from the Ravens perspective, Bryce is I just can't justify them winning the division. I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I, I would rank right now, Bryce, I've got them. I did a power ranking today. I would oh. seriously say the Ravens are third in terms of who I think is going to make that division in the, as a champion. I've got the Bengals number one on my list. I've got the Browns number two on my list, which I didn't, I would never have thought that like four or five weeks ago. Then I've got the Ravens. Then I've got the Steelers. And you can make an argument that the Steelers have an advantage over the Ravens. The Ravens are a team that it just seems to be lost. Their season seems to be done. They need to go in and look at just moving on, clean slate, get your guys healthy, make sure Lamar's healthy, because this is a team, Bryce, that's not going to the Super Bowl. And I think it's going to be really hard for them to even win one playoff game with all these injuries. And so we're, we're, we're talking about that game later, right? Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll share my, I'll save my thoughts. For yeah. Later then. Yeah. And, and so now we'll get into the recap and, and the Rams and, and the Cardinals, a game that we oh. talked about, you know, we'll start off with the big one here. I, I will say this. I'll, I'll start off with the Rams. I think this game for the Rams price, just, they got called out for a lot before, you know, the last couple of weeks. 
lack yeah. of physicality, uh, lack of uh, team. I would argue team chemistry. When I watched their team, it felt like all of them were prima donnas. Uh, it, it just it did not seem like a team that was bought into one another right now. Man, they were bought into one another on Monday night. I mean, you can look at the target. The way you can look at it, Bryce, is you, you can look at it through the target shares. Cup had 16 targets, but then a guy like Odell Beckham had seven. Van Jefferson had tremendous plays. Michelle was able to run the ball 20 times. You know, this is a team that got back to being less cute with their offense and got back to what you and I talked about, which is when those Todd Gurley Rams teams were really awesome, it was a power team, a team that beat you up front. They got back to that against the Cardinals. The Cardinals had no answers for it. Uh, Bryce, for me, this is a game that the Rams have to stick to and just remember, this is what we can be. This is what we got to be. If we're going to go on the road and try to play a team in Lambeau, we're not going to be able to throw the ball 50 times. We're going to have to run the ball 20, 25 times and make the passing easier. Does this change how you feel about the Rams moving forward? Absolutely. This is ex- Sean McVay's figured it out. He's figured out. And and look, Arizona Cardinals defense, they're not scrubs. They're definitely not not scrubs. I mean, Sony Michelle was able to run the ball pretty successfully. He ran it 20 times for 79 yards against a very good Arizona front. Yeah, uh, that that's encouraging yeah. for the Rams. You don't yeah. even have your starting running back, and Sony Michelle is able to pick up that slack. Here's the thing: they got rid of the uh, they got rid of the Odell problem, right? Mm-hmm. Stop forcing him the ball and mm-hmm. let it come naturally in the offense. They went back to Cooper Cup, who is your technical best route runner. Okay, look, yeah. I know Odell is a no, talent, but you. Cooper Cup is your best route runner, yeah. and it shows, and the numbers show it, mm-hmm. right? And now, but now, when you have Cooper Cup tearing you up in between the sticks, right? Now you got to worry about Odell Beckham Jr., who can basically do anything, mm-hmm. and he scored what in three straight games now? Yeah, which is yeah. very impressive. He he runs very sharp routes, and he mm-hmm. knows how to score touchdowns. It's impressive. And I then agree. you got Van Jefferson, who just takes the top off the defense. That's when you take your deep shots right there with Van Jefferson, who I think is a is a fantastic receiver as well. I do too. Yeah, like, I agree. Th- this is this was a textbook. This is how the the pass game should look right here. I agree. Sean McVay went back to the identity of the Rams. It's all right. We're going to get Cooper Cup the football because that's what the defense is giving us. All right, Odell, your touches are just going to come, dude. You're just going to have to live with it. And then yep. Van, I want you to keep running deep routes. Just run the go routes. Yeah. We'll find you. Yeah, promise. And yeah. that's what happened. I agree. Right? And, and then when you have the defense doing what they do best, right? Yeah. When Aaron Donald is clicking, when when you get help from guys like Greg Gaines uh, that shows yeah. up, who, who had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Von Miller looked better this game. Uh, maybe it's because he's a little no, more I, healthier. I totally agree. With um, this is just an all around good performance. I, I, I was impressed. I mean, they, they contain Kyler Murray fairly well. Yeah, I did. mean, you, you contain him as much as you can contain him, right? Right. Um, you forced him to, to turn the ball over twice. I mean, that's yeah. a feed it no, out. So. Yeah. No Ramsey, uh, so, and, and you forced two turnovers. Right. I yeah. mean, from the Cardinals, I think you got to go back to the drawing board, right? I mean, and it's going to be difficult. Uh, we just got the news today that that DeAndre yeah, Hopkins is, is going to be shut down for for the rest of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have word on if they make the playoffs. You know what what's going to happen there? But I mean, that's that's Kyler Murray's go to guy. And now yeah, we're going to see what AJ Green has left in the tank. We're going to see if Christian Kirk can be a legitimate threat. We, we're going to see if Rondell Moore is as advertiser. Is he yeah, just a yeah. cute little gadget guy? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, but this is where the 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 veteran presence of a guy like Zach Ertz. This is where this is why you trade for a guy like that. Not just because you need help at the tight end position, but because he can bring that veteran presence. You can bring a champion into your locker exactly. room, yep. right? Who's yep. been through it all, who right. had to play with a backup quarterback in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl and win a title. Hmm. So I, I, that's where it, this is where the rubber meets the road for Arizona. And I'll tell you what, they have a decent schedule. Um, they could potentially go four and zero, three and one, or two and two. In my opinion, they're lucky they have the the, the Lions this week. But yeah. then you you got to face uh, you got to face the Colts. Luckily, you have that game at home, and uh, they face Seattle, which they should win that game. And they have one more game that uh, skipped Cowboys. My mind. Cowboys. Cowboys. That's a legitimate game. That's yeah. going to be a heck of a game. Yeah. So, a game that changes seating, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm Arizona is a team to watch to see what they do the rest of the season. Yep. hundred percent with you. I, I, and I cannot agree more with what you're saying about, okay, what do they do after this Hopkins injury, which, you know, let's just kind of catch people back up on that. Uh, he came out of the game. He, he, you know, didn't seem like it was anything huge. And all of a sudden, boom, uh, he gets hit with, with the news that he's going to be out for the season with an injury. And, and look, when I think of the Cardinals, this is a team that had tremendous depth to begin with at wide receiver. You're just going to need more, like you said, green. But my, I think this is Rondell Moore time. Like that. That's. I'm. I'm not saying that AJ Green can't be a good player. I think he absolutely can be for like a four or five step, you know, set of games. You know, he's at a point in his life where he can't necessarily be that for 18 game season. But you know, Rondell Moore can certainly be a guy who can come out and make more plays for you. This is where I want to see Cliff Kingsbury open up that playbook. Let's figure out some ways we can get him going. Rice, I would argue, let's see some more rushes from Rondell Moore. Two carries, 11 yards. I'd like to see a little bit more of creativity there to put a little less pressure on the receivers. Like, they're supposed to get Edmonds back. You know, he was supposed to come back in this game. He didn't come back in this game. Their chance of him being back is is good for them. I, I would like to see Edmonds take some of the, the role there. I mean, the Cardinals have firepower, right? I, I don't take a, a ton away from this game outside of you got to take care of business when you can. This was a game to show that you could win in prime time, and you didn't. And they're going to have to earn that trust from people that they're the real deal. It's not about, well, hey, uh, you know, they're, they're 10 and three. They're, the record shows they're a great team. No one's denying that. But I mean, Bryce, when I think of them matching up against Green Bay, when I think of them matching up against Tampa, there's that clutch factor that they don't have yet, that they've never been in yet. And they're just going to have to show me that they're even capable of getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that just kind of leads into the Buccaneers and the Bills, which uh, Bryce, this is a Bills team that, you know, obviously you said, you know, you weren't necessarily pleased with the coaching, haven't been pleased with the overall direction of their team. And then Tampa comes in at home, spanks them in the first half, but lets them come back in the second half. And even over time, they had to basically, you know, squeeze away with it. 33 to 27. Uh, what did you think of the Tampa side of this victory? <laughs> I mean, they did what they do best, right? You, yeah. you spread the ball out when Leonard Fournette is running the ball well. I mean, that that's when that offense is clicking. That's that's when they have everything at their disposal. And, I mean, Leonard Fournette, 19 carries, 113 yards in the touchdown scamper. I mean, it – Right. It, this is just – this is what Tampa Bay does. I mean, Bruce Arians is a good coach. Tom Brady, obviously, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen in our lifetime. Uh, the defense is still a concern, obviously, and, and it shows here again. Tampa Bay is just scoring enough points. 
They're just scoring points. Yeah. Um, they're instead of, all right, you know, you guys are going to score points, but we're going to score more. Sorry. And, and that's, that's exactly what happened here. I, I was disappointed a little bit, Bryce. I, I, I just, you're up 24 to three on him. You should put him away. I agree, but that's that defense, and that's been their weakest point. We and, know that, this. And, and I just – you got to put them away, man. I, I'm not saying – like, I think the Bills showed a lot to me, like the resiliency for them to not just fold after being down 24 to 3. That's That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the way I look at this game from Tampa's perspective is just you got to close out. And it's not necessarily the offense. It's that defense. And you and I have talked about it. There's some concerns in the secondary. You can't rely on the front five that to do everything for you. The front seven do everything for you. But I know for a fact that they got to finish games better if they want to beat the teams they got to beat. There's too many good offenses, Bryce, in the NFC, where if you pull that kind of crap down 24 to three, you're going to get paid. Aaron Rodgers will make you pay. I'd argue if Dak Prescott can figure out what the heck's going on, Dallas would make you pay. Uh, I would argue an Arizona team can make you pay. I would argue a Rams team can make you pay if you try to fold like that. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to have to get adjusted to that moving forward. Bills, I, I, I unfortunately, Bryce, I can't, I'm not concerned, not because – you know, they haven't been playing well, but if you just look at their schedule, it's I so know. winnable. I'm looking at it right now. It's so winnable. Like, they're just so, it's they could, so winnable. They, they could get the tone right back. One. Four and right. or three and one. Right. And if they do, they're going to the playoffs. And they're going to probably come in. Everybody's going to think they're hot and they're back. You know, so it's like, I, I don't like this loss for the Bills at all. I don't like how they lost to the Patriots, but... They got such a nice schedule ahead of them that it may not matter. Next up, the Bengals and the Niners. Uh, Bryce, you talked about George Kittle's play uh, and how he looked uh, in the win, uh, 26 to 23 over the Bengals. So let's just go uh, from the Bengals' perspective on this game. Joe Burrow was coming into the game. A lot of people were suspecting of this pinky injury that he had in his throwing hand, that it might uh, make some things different for him, uh, that it might limit what he can do. Uh, What did you see from Cincinnati in a game at home against San Francisco that got moved from a one o'clock game to a three o'clock game? Uh, Well, I mean, the turnovers were the difference in this game, really. I mean, if you, if you look at it, um, they lost two fumbles. I mean, that's that's a big time difference. And, and Cincinnati lost by three. I mean, that that right. that's the deal here. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they couldn't really get Joe Mixon going. Um, you know, we've seen Joe Mixon get hot, and then the second half of that Chargers game, yeah. uh, when he just you know ghost fumbled the football, he really hasn't been the same since. Um, so yeah. I, I think he's in a little bit of funk. I, I but San Francisco's front, uh, they're a tough front. Yeah, they They're a tough front seven. Um, unfortunately for the Niners, they lost D Ford for the season. That's really going to hurt them it's down the stretch. Yeah. That's a big, big loss. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're Cincinnati, like, yes, you want to win this game, but you didn't have to have it. I agree. You didn't that. have to have it. You're still in the division. You still have a chance to win the division. You still have a great chance to make the playoffs. Just you got to be more solid down the stretch. I mean, they're, they're looking at a very tough schedule. In fact, they could potentially go. zero and four in their last four games. They have at Broncos versus the Ravens versus the chiefs and at Browns to finish off the season. That's not easy. No, it's not. That's not easy, but, but they can win those. They can win 
a few, but all of those games, if if they yep, if they, they really get together, seriously, yep. I mean, they they have that potential to win all four of those games. Right? Is it likely? No, but is it possible? Absolutely. Yeah. And if they win all four games going into the playoffs, Caleb, I'd be afraid to play this team. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I, I my big thing, Bryce, is you know I'm kind of shocked that Darius Phillips uh, still had a job. After yeah, uh, his, his punt return miscues, that was a little bit of a shocker for me. But <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, I respect the trust, but goodness gracious. I, I mean, the, from the Bengals perspective, that is exactly how I felt. It's like you wanted this game. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think really this is a game that your team had to. Um, I mean, Bryce, they're just really young. I mean, this group's really young. A lot of what they're doing has the chance of really benefiting them next year you know, a one-year-away type of team. For them to be in games like that against the Niners, physical, close games, like that's a good thing. And when you have the passing game going with Higgins at 114 yards, Chase at 77, and Boyd at 55, that's typically going to lead you to wins. Mm-hmm. And I and I and so I think Cincinnati's got a lot to build off of. But like you said, the turnovers were the biggest difference. Next up, the Ravens and the Browns. Lamar gets hurt in this game. The Browns come off scorching start. Uh, they they just they they took it to him. Uh, they 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 get they do everything they want to do. And then all of a sudden, late in the game, the Ravens start creeping up, start making enough plays, recover the onside kick late. But they when they were unable to make anything happen at the end of the game. So let's start with the Browns, a team that has been, I think, incredibly inconsistent, but the talent level of this team continues to show, especially from the defense. What have you seen from Cleveland? What did you see from this game? And then how do you feel about them moving forward? Uh, Well, I mean, at this point, I don't know if it matters how I feel about them, Caleb. They're, They're dealing with a massive COVID outbreak. Um, That's very that true. Organization. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think they're going to be down, what, 18 players yeah, plus like their that. head coach. Yeah. And let me tell you, their schedule is not easy coming down the stretch. No, it's not. Raiders at Packers at Steelers versus Bengals to close out the season. That's awful. I don't know. And, and Baker Mayfield still isn't healthy. He looked dang good in this game, though. I thought he looked pretty decent. Yeah. Um, you know, and now now they lose Kareem Hunt again to injury. Um, this is an upward battle for Cleveland to even make the yes. playoffs. And, but but yet they're in the thick of it, yeah, right? They they're a game behind the Ravens for the division right. lead. Uh, they're in the playoff hunt, no doubt about it. Uh, I, I think for Cleveland to make the playoffs and potentially win the division, I think it's yeah. going to come on the shoulders of the defense. I really do. Uh, yeah. And, and they, they have the playmakers to do that. Denzel Ward, absolute stud. Right. Yeah. J- Jadavion Clowney contribute major contributor to the line. Major. Miles Garrett. You know, he's just an absolute monster. Right. They have the they have the guys to, to put it together and hold teams to fewer points to give their offense a chance. Yeah. It's just can they do it? And Caleb, everyone that's panicking for the Browns, you know, with Baker Mayfield out this weekend. Look, it can get a lot worse than Case Keenum. I agree, Bryce. I agree. It's not that bad. It really is not that bad. In fact, I felt like they should have sat Baker Mayfield while he deals with his injuries and let Case Keenum run the offense. He is a very capable passer. Okay, this yeah. guy can sling the football. Yeah. You give him you give him targets, right? You give him targets like Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper and and guys that can take the top off like Donovan Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. He can make some plays happen. We've seen it. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So, 
I don't think Cleveland's in, in they're in bad shape, but it could be a lot worse. It really could be. I mean, if, if, if you're a Cleveland fan and, and you're relying on Blake and Mayfield, I mean, that's bogus. Because Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield has no reason to be a part of the big time plan for how you're going to get to the playoffs. I mean, you can make an. I mean, Bryce, I don't even think the drop offs that big. Baker Mayfield, the Case Keenum, to me is not even that big of a drop off. No, um, it's not. You might lose some athleticism, but right, you're going to get the same type of quarterback. But he, he makes it up. He Keenum makes it up in arm talent. I agree, and experience within the offense. He was with Stefanski in Minnesota. Absolutely. And I think the, all Minnesota that Miracle. Stuff Hello. That was not right. Kirk Cousins. Right. Right. And, and the, the Browns, to me, have a chance to even go in, win this game on Saturday, because I think the Raiders, Raiders are that bad. But I, when you look at, you know, they've got the Packers. That's a hard game. They're probably not winning that game. Steelers on the road. That's a hard game. And like you said, the Bengals as well. I, I'm of the belief that Cleveland will have to figure out. Stefanski will have to manage Keenum's pass attempts and be reasonable with what he can get from the running game. Because when you have a Jedrick Willis out, a Wyatt Teller out due to COVID, not to mention Landry and Hooper also being out because of COVID, you're you're looking at a depleted team. Uh, so they're going to have to really control the clock. They're going to have to figure out some ways to just make it as easy as possible given the circumstances. And I think that's going to be interesting to watch. Next up, Cowboys in Washington. A game that seemed like a total blowout. And then all of a sudden, I don't really know what happened. I, I don't, I don't, I wish I could explain it. This was a team that at one point in the game, Bryce was up 24 to nothing at half. They were grooving. They were connected. Uh, this looked like Dallas team. Everybody thought, and then in the second half, you know, Washington just kept creeping in 24 to 8, uh, 24 to 14. Then it shifted when Dak threw an interception, five minutes, nine seconds, or sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, four minutes, 13 seconds in the game or in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was remaining. Cole Holcomb took a 31-yard interception for a touchdown. And then it was a seven-point game, and somehow they stuck with it. Uh, Bryce, my thing for you is the talent's there. We talked about it. The defense is very good. But you got to finish games out better, right, against a Washington team like this? Yeah, I mean, you got to finish out games better, but I think it's the game within – it's the entire game, Caleb, right? Greg Zerline kicked four field goals. I I can – just off that, I can tell you what the problem is. They're not finishing drives. They're not finishing drives. Yeah, they they get they get down it into into the opposite team's territory, um, and, and then they just they can't turn into touchdowns and they settle for field goals. And I feel like that's that's been the mo for them for the past like four or five weeks. I agree with that. I agree. I mean, that's what it's been. It, it's you know they can't finish drives. They they look really good yeah. until they get to about mm, the the 35, 30 yard 35, line of yeah. the other time, and they just they can't do it. I don't know if it's a play calling issue, if it's just they're not executing properly. I have a feeling. I, for me, I feel like it's a little bit of a uh, of a play calling issue. But hey, that's nonetheless. Hmm. We can debate that some other time. Sure. But. I mean, if if you here, here's how I see the Cowboys, right? Yeah, they both units, the offensive and defensive unit work hand in hand, right? The offense, if the offensive is clicking, right? The defense has the now Dan Quinn is like, all right, we're going to we're going to get after these guys. We're going to get after them. 
and they do and they're successful. That's where you see um, um, digs get so many interceptions sure. um, because, because teams are trying to catch up because they can't keep up with, with the point scoring. Um, but, but when the, when the offense isn't clicking, right. Then the defense can kind of, that defense gets exposed a little bit. It yeah. gets a little exposed. Yeah, it does. Um, unless you get some, some amazing individual efforts like we saw from, from Micah Parsons this past weekend. So I, Dallas, they're a very hot and cold team. Yeah, they're very hot and cold. Yeah. So I, I got to give props to the Cowboys defense, though. I mean, they, they held Washington as a team because we had Kyle Allen and Ty, Taylor Heineke um, 15 to 34 for only 124 yards. I mean, they, they really didn't let Washington get away with anything offensively. Yeah. Right. Seriously. I mean, Washington was honestly lucky to score 20 of those points. Yeah, they were. And, and seven of them or six of them was, were from a pick six that Dallas handed them. So, yeah, I mean, good for the Dallas defense. It's just we got to see that offense finish. And if they want to play with the big boys and, and they want to say that they've arrived, they need to score just like in week one against the Bucks, They need to score. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're looking at a guy, Bryce, that you know, I'm a big deck. I always have been. Dak, Dak has just not looked like Dak. He's not looked like the guy that we have seen. You know, even dating back to, uh, you know, you could even argue the Patriots game. You could maybe argue. Uh, I, I thought he looked uh, very good, uh, you know, against, you know, you Tampa, list goes on. Bryce, when you're looking at Dak right now, what, what do you see? Because it looks like a guy that's just not, he's not finding his rhythm. There's no rhythm. And honestly, I mean, it looks like there's no trust because it just seems like he's not getting to where he wants to when he wants to. Yeah, I think it's a it's a non-trust with his body because there's been several opportunities where I think a big part of that offense when when before his ankle injury was his scrambling ability. And he doesn't do that anymore. Every time he looks like he's about to take off, he hesitates. And once he hesitates, the play's over. Because now the linebacker, the linebacker is already buying into you when you're about to run. Okay. But it, when you hesitate, it gives, it gives them on a better opportunity to close the distance. And now they're closing faster. Right. And now he's just got to, he's got to force the ball or he's got to throw it away. And you lose downs because of that. I, I get there. There's, it's a mental thing, right? When you get injured, when you have a bad gruesome injury like that, you, you, you think twice about everything that you're going to do. And when he thinks twice, that that's bad for the offense. When he gets outside of the pocket and he hesitates, the play's over. It, it's dead. That play's dead automatically. So if teams can force him into that, that play's dead. That's a win for the defense. Yeah. Um, if, if Dak just commits to it, I think if he committed to it once or twice and, and you know, he's smart about it, he gets down, he slides, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. And, and that opens the offense up more. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is a top-ranked offense for a reason. Uh, haven't looked like it, or I think haven't looked like what we've expected it to, uh, but we'll see if they can pull it off. I mean, all I know is Dallas is a better offense than a team we're about to talk about, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> The Pittsburgh Steelers uh, do not have an offense. And Minnesota had an offense for the first half. Uh, and then second half, I just kind of faded away from them. Uh, but they got the win. They finished. And, you know, while I do think it's absolutely insane how teams can just pull off second half rallies and make some comeback and push, uh, 
I mean, they ended up with the win, Bryce. Minnesota ended up with the win. They still fought and ended up with the win. So let, we'll we'll start with the winning side of it. Uh, when you're looking at Minnesota, uh, Bryce, and looking at the 205 yards, the 83 yards from a guy like KJ Osborne, uh, Jefferson's consistency. Uh, what what do you think this team can use this game for in the sense of just building off of a big primetime win at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, I mean, if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, I think that's your bread and butter. And, you know, you keep feeding Justin Jefferson. I don't know how long Thielen's going to be out. I don't know if we've got updates on that yet or not. Um, but as long as the defense holds up, too, I mean, they could be a, they could play spoiler. I mean, their their schedule is uh, it's tough. It's not the worst. It's not the best. Uh, they got the Bears twice. Um, they have the Rams and they still have to go to Lambeau and play on a primetime Sunday night game there. So they could make some noise. I would, I, Caleb, right now I'm going to lean that they're more so going to play spoiler than get in the playoffs. But huh. hey, anything can happen to this team. But Caleb, I mean, the thing is, is they almost blew this lead again. They almost yeah, they did. did another Vikings thing. Yep, they did. Um, so I, I just don't, I still don't trust them. I don't trust them. We've seen the good. We've seen the bad. We've seen the ugly from them. If we can get all good from here on out from the season, they could be a potential playoff contender. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota news, Minnesota sports uh, score North Bryce. I was just reading about it. Thielen is making some progress. There is a chance he plays on Monday night, which is a big deal for them. When I, when I see the Viking schedule and I see them play Chicago twice, that's almost as easy as me getting a soda for a dollar in terms of getting a victory. I mean, that's just as easy. You know, that just seems like easy bread for them. Hopefully they make it easier than what it should be because the Vikings have a tendency to make games harder than they need to. But I, I, I'd like to see I'd like to see them pull two games out. And if that's the case, if they go two and two, I think they're in. Minnesota doesn't need to overcomplicate it. This is a team when you have Dalvin Cook, they can run. They can pound it in. You don't want to face them in the playoffs because they got a physical line that's willing to beat you up. And then when you have to face Justin Jefferson, that's a tough ask. The defense is like you said, the big key for me, can that front seven that they've invested a lot into continue to pour out big time games? And, you know, they're really hot and cold in the secondary. Some consistency there would be really good uh, because, you know, Pittsburgh had some opportunities to win this game through the pass. Uh, But then you have guys like Chase Claypool who decided to make it about themselves. So, Bryce, we'll we'll start with when when you're looking at the Steelers here at six, six and one, somehow not out of the division race. What do you see from the Steelers? I I I mean, this this team would go away like it's it's not it's not fun. Right. And they're entitled. Like, I like what? I mean, what? Like, it's just, it's so bad, right? I mean, I it's just bad what we're seeing. It is bad what we're seeing, but Caleb, I, I gotta, you know, Mike Tomlin's taking a lot of heat this year. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm a Mike Tomlin guy. I like him. I like his attitude. I, I, I just think that his players aren't bought into his culture, and I don't know why. Especially Chase Claypool. Stop yeah. celebrating on fourth and one that you caught a football. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, get your butt up and go try to win the football game. Stop doing stupid crap to hurt your team. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself. It's not cute. It's not cool. It's not fun. No. How about you go win football games? Can I tell you what? Everyone, every player that has 
that has done the antics, right? They get humbled. They get humbled real fast. And I'll tell you what, now they're here to, to win football games and they're here to win titles. Right. Go see Antonio Brown before, before we had the, the COVID mishap. Oh yeah. Go look at that. It, he, he wasn't acting up. He wasn't acting out of turn until he decided to get a fake COVID, you know, fake COVID sure. card or whatever, yeah. but, but go win some football games. Why don't you yeah. go do something that matters? And then you can get on TikTok and dance holding a Lombardi trophy. Sure. Not holding nothing after you just lost to the Minnesota Vikings down the road. And don't blame your teammates either. Yeah, that's exactly right. Don't blame Trey Turner. That's embarrassing. Yeah, for trying that dude. That dude. That dude won't won't block for you next time you get on a jet sweep and you'll get blown up by (laughs) by by somebody. You'll get blown up by by like uh, Oway from the Ravens. Oh, sure, sure. You'll he'll knock you out, dude. Trey Turner at twenty eight years old may not want to. You know, yeah, maybe yeah, he I mean, just misses a block. He maybe he just wanted to celebrate because he blocked last play. Steelers don't even don't even look like they would have resigned him next year. So he might. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, Broncos and Lions. Which, if you look at the score, I mean, obviously uh, it's 30 tenths blowout. Lions suck. Denver got a big win, but I, I mean, obviously what Denver you know, did. And in terms of honoring Demarius Thomas, uh, you know, the receiver that played for Denver for a very long time, uh, elite in the game for a very long time, uh, you know, unfortunately passed away uh, earlier this week. Denver did a really cool thing at the start of the game, Bryce. I don't know if you saw it. Absolutely. They went into yeah. their personnel and then, um, you know, they had his spot on the field. Nobody was in his typical spot uh, as the X receiver. It was really neat. It was very cool to see, uh, cool to see Denver win this game and win in, in dominant fashion. And, and I understand people can sit there and tell me it's the Detroit lions and they won by 28 points and, and whatever. I, I don't, I don't care. I thought it was really well done. I thought Denver did a great job handling this uh, Bryce, you know, not even, it's not the game really 38 to 10. Sure. It was a good win. They're, they're in the thick of the playoff hunt, but just what have you seen? I think it's been really neat how Denver's handled that situation. Yeah, I mean, Demarius Thomas was nothing but a good guy. I mean, you see all the stories um, just from everyday citizens like like yourself and I. Um, sure. Just his graciousness as a guy. I mean, I think there is one where he sat a kid sat on his lap for like an entire plane yeah. ride. Didn't even know the kid, right? Um, yeah. Him playing games with kid. The rock paper scissors video is cool. Um, him playing on the pay- playground. Um, I mean, that's the stuff that we don't normally see. Uh, I mean, we'll see it if, if if you live in that town, if you live in Denver, but um, if you live in somewhere like Indianapolis, you you normally don't get those stories until, you know, something like this happens. And, and yeah, I mean, that's just really cool to see yeah. um, gone too soon. Really sad. Um, heck of a receiver. I mean, he was always fun to watch. I mean, the Tim Tebow play comes to mind. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as a Peyton Manning fan, uh, to see him throw several, several touchdowns to him. Um, I mean, it was just, it was just fun to watch. It yeah. was fun to watch Mary Thomas. I don't know how you couldn't root for a guy like that um, because he wasn't crazy. He wasn't flashy. He didn't do anything to hurt his reputation. He just went out there and balled out, man. And, and uh, I mean, one of the best in, in our generation to do it for sure. Um, you know, so I, I yeah. hope they put him back in Madden. I really want to play him as uh, as him in Madden. So yeah, that'd be cool. I hope that'd they be would cool. do that. Yeah, that'd be neat if they if 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 they would do that. And in Denver, 
you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how that community, how that team rallies around this. Um, you know, with the season being up so, you know, coming up so soon, I, I who knows? Uh, you know, maybe, you know, pushes them a little bit and, um, you know, seeing the community and, and the way people are rallying around their team. Uh, it, it was very neat to see and, and um, cool that they got the win at home. Uh, against the Lions. Next up, uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders, obviously an ugly game. Uh, Bryce, I'm never going to apologize about the Raiders ever. You just need to understand yeah, I'm never going to apologize. I might have been a, pre, a little premature on the you Raiders know, there. But, but, you know, it happens, okay? We we grow as individuals and understand different <laughs> things. The Chiefs, meanwhile, here's what I'll say about Are them. back. Here's what I'll say about that. Um, I, I am, I, I'm going to, I think they look very good and I think they look very sharp. 48 to nine is obviously suggesting that. Uh, my, my thing is, um, you know, it, it's just, just can the, the offense, we're used to the offense scoring 30 to 40 points a game, right? I think that's fair to say we're used to that. Um, prove it to me next week on the road. I don't, I don't mean to be that guy, but just oh prove it to gosh. me. You came out, you won 48 tonight. This was a broke, this Raiders team. This we know what this Raiders team this is. is. We know what this Raiders team is. I, I, I told our founder, I texted the founder of our network, Alex Burr on Sunday morning, because he was asking about the games. And I said, this is going to be a blowout and anyone in the world can see it. The, for me, Bryce, it's about, it's, it's, it's just, can this team consistently They've won six in a row. I don't know what this you is want. not a team. The price they won six want. in a row because they they faced a banged up Aaron Rodgers, oh. a broken Raiders team. The one game okay. I can give them credit for, that couple. I'll give you a couple. I'll give you. I'll give you the Cowboys game and I'll give you the Broncos game. But I will not give you out of any oh. circumstances that Giants game, that backup Packers game. I will not give you the. Come on, Bryce. Come on. It's won six in a row, dude. They're I'm not bad. saying they it's just not put a up che- 48 points. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're a bad football team. I'm just saying. And guess I'm what? Not- Josh Gordon found the end zone. So uh, guess what? You got to worry well, about Josh on. Gordon again. Well, well. and not, the defense has been playing pretty well. well. It's been playing very well. I think it's been their best unit this year. It's not close. They're, the defense has been their best unit. I just, like I said, I'm not. I, I'm, I just want us to, you know, I, everybody wants to go all in on the Chiefs when they see a 48 to nine game. And I'm, I just refuse to do that. Uh, look, here, here's all I want. Caleb. I refuse. Here's all I want. OK, okay? Yeah. I want my Colts to make the playoffs. OK. And I want my Colts not to play the Chiefs the first week of the playoffs. So if the Kansas City Chiefs wow, could please okay. go take the number one seed, please, and get the bye week and let my leave my Colts alone, that would be great. That is all I ask. I mean, you know, I'm not even trying to piss you off. I just genuinely believe this. The Colts should want the Chiefs because they'd beat them. They'd kick the snot out of them. You know, no, physically. Don't, don't gas they, me up, dude. Physically, don't, they. Don't I, do just, this. Just let you know you be, just be honest with you. No, you be know honest. what? You know they what? They would I kick them with, up front. I did this with Zach Griffiths. I said, Zach, I said, Zach, I'm yeah. talking myself into it. <laughs> I did it again. And I put it in the chat. I put it in our group chat today. Yeah, you did. I yeah, did it. I did it. I said, what did I say? I said, Colts are going to the Super Bowl. Book it. Yeah, you did. You did. You're getting a little. I'm doing time. it again. And, and I'm, I'm setting myself up for heartbreak. And I know it's going to happen to me because well, that's, just, that's yeah. what happens. And, yeah. and I, I hate myself for it. It's it's I I would not stop if they get the Chiefs. I would love that for the Colts. I'm just being honest. I'd love it. Next up, nah. Bears and Packers on Sunday night. 
Um, <laughs> this, can I, can I, this is weird. This is such a weird game. Well, it's a weird game. Um, but, you know, I think from the Chicago perspective, uh, it was pleasing to see Fields play at a pretty decent rate throughout the game and look very promising, look very strong, uh, look like the guy that we think he can be for them. Uh, the defense, I mean, I can't, I mean, the Packers just decided to go off on him for an entire half. You know, it was just a strange, like you said, very strange game. Well, second and third quarter, yeah. Yeah, and Rodgers at this point, he just owned him again. That's all. He just owned him. He's just owning Bears fans. He's owning their Just hearts. bought more stock in he Soldier really, Field. He, he really has. Does this game, this game, I, I mean, we know what we think about the Bears. I don't think this game changes anything about how we feel about the Bears. Does this game do anything for you in terms of the Packers? No, not not really. Not really. Um <laughs> My question again, though, uh, well, why, why, what's going on with Aaron Jones? Is he just hurt? Is he just not I don't, good I don't anymore? Know. I don't know. Because they're not the way. It's, they don't it's, use him very much. It's strange. Like, it, it's strange that they go out, they pay him this money, and then the, the, the carries are just so. A.J. Dillon gets, uh, carries the ball three times yeah. more, or 15 to 5. 15 to 5, yeah. And, I, look, I mean, Aaron Jones had the touchdown rush, and, and, and I think he stole that from A.J. Dillon, which I think is B.S. That's total B.S. because A.J. Dillon got them all the way down there, and then they just give to Aaron Jones. And like, That's so B.S., dude. I would be I would be so upset. I'd be like, you got to be kidding me, right? You're joking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I can see I it. I mean, it was so upset, it looked, dude. Yeah, I get it. I like, get it. Oh my god! He already had that receiving touchdown. <sighs> so if they cared um, about balance and touchdowns. That would have been nice. I mean, the Green Bay Packer defense and special teams were pretty bad this game. Honestly, I know they got. I know they. Yeah, they got I a couple Turnovers, uh, but the special teams was awful. I think that's just it a was, weird. I think that's just a weird game. I don't think that'll keep keep up. Jakeem Grant, random pop up game. Probably earned himself a job next year after it that. It probably did, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Um, yeah, just a weird game. But no, it doesn't really do anything for Green for me for Green Bay. Other than this, Caleb, they're six and zero at home. So anybody that's got to come into the Packers' place, um, which would be uh, the Browns and the Vikings, good luck. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 Kayla, I mean, me and you both know how this is going to go for the Packers in the playoffs. We know how it's going to go. They'll get to how the championship go? game and they'll lose. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Do you trust them in an in a NFC championship game right now? I don't trust a single team in the NFC right now. No, that's Not fair. That's that, I, just, but, I don't trust anybody in the NFL I, I right now. Honestly, honest, like, I, don't, I really don't. I don't even trust the Bucks, dude. I don't, no, I don't, I can't trust I don't anybody. even trust my Colts. <laughs> Maybe give me like a couple weeks. But, but I, I don't even trust my Colts, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's awful. I can't do it. I mean, Green Bay is untrustable. I, I, I just... <laughs> I don't know. I could see that defense fall on them. That's the, I, even though I do think their defense has been the reason they've been really, really good this year. I think it's been a lot less the offense, but still, we'll see. Oh, uh, next up, uh, Price, a team that's just distraught, like literally like 
don't understand what they're doing in Carolina, uh, you know, comes in, plays Atlanta, and then Atlanta beats them 29 to 21. And Bryce, I feel like you and I should be taking victory laps. Like you and I just won a 5K race because Bryce, if we remember all this correctly, the media was putting out Cam Newton is back. I'm back. I'm this. I'm the guy. I'm the person that you remember from the MVP season when you and I both sat here and we're just like, Okay. Is it really that worth it? Is it really going to move the chains? Is it getting you the next level of their team? And he gets bent for PJ Walker, which fine play. I'm, I think he's a fine backup. I think he's actually a pretty good backup, but he's just not a starter, you know, and, and that's kind of what he's had to be for the Panthers. And so, uh, Bryce, I mean, this is what an awful season if you're the Panthers. You go 3 and 0. And now you're, you're just toast. You're toast. You're not good. Uh, Atlanta came, comes into your building with a team that I don't think is necessarily all that great and just figures out a way to beat you physically, which the Panthers are a team, especially defensively, that's got a great unit. What's going on there? Uh, they're, blaming, they're blaming one another, and it's, it's getting really weird and awkward, right? You, you fire yeah. Joe Brady which was totally undeserving. Yeah, it was a little bit. Um, you fire him. Uh, now Matt Rule is blaming Cam Newton. Um, now now fans and media are calling for Matt Rule to get fired. Uh, Sam Darnold didn't pan out. Cam Newton didn't pan out. You're playing P.J. Walker here and there. Um McCaffrey goes down with an injury. Yeah, that's Robbie that's, Anderson sucks. Well, I don't think he uh, sucks. They just start well, I don't think he sucks, but I mean, he's not Lack who you just paid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore is hurt, who's been your best receiver all year. Right. Um, you refuse to use some of your talented rookies like Tommy Trimble and, and Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, <clears throat> JC Horn hasn't even come back. You built up this defense for a playoff run and they can't stop the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, right. I, I, right. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe there does need to be a coaching change. I don't know. Cause this doesn't, doesn't they should look be better great. than that. They should be better than that. They I should be better that. than that. I the agree. quarterback is really bad. It is very, very bad. And it obviously affects how you can win games. And that's so here, here's my, here's my, here's my take for okay. Carolina. Okay. They are now a desperate football team. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. Everybody knows that. Yeah. In the offseason, they will do everything in their power to trade for Deshaun Watson, regardless of a situation. They will do it because they have nothing to lose. I mean, from a football decision, it's they will do it. It's amazing. I just I mean, it's just like you said, that there's going to be a lot of PR to it. But from a football just, standpoint, I, I, yeah, no one. No, literally no one knows what's going on yeah, with no the one. Deshaun Watson thing no. right now. No. no, no. At least nobody in the public media knows. They have no idea. Well, you know, they don't. And. Bryce, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, if Rodgers is really going to leave, like, like, I would mark this team as an interesting destination. I don't think he goes there. I think he goes Denver. That's a good destination, too. I'm just, you know, I, the, it's, it's one of those things where if I'm a veteran quarterback, maybe even a Russell Wilson type, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm marking this team because they've got a lot of things I like. The problem is the offensive line. They haven't ever addressed the offensive line. Bryce, I think what's really starting to bite them, you talked about it. They've got a talented defense. There's no denying that. But that draft two years ago, 
with Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, is starting to bite them because they didn't do anything with offense that year, not once. And now you're seeing the offensive line be depleted, not a lot of depth. It's just not a good situation. Carolina's, they're struggling. From the Falcons' perspective, look, I'm going to give them their flowers. They came in, they, they, they've they been very good on the road this season. They're they deliver a the big hunt. one. They're, they're in the hunt. I mean, they're, they're a team that, I, I mean, very much could sneak in the playoffs. I mean, you look at their schedule. Okay, I'm not necessarily saying that they, I, I mean, Bryce, they could go three and one. Absolutely. At, I mean, at San Francisco, they might be able to make that game interesting. Uh, Lions, Bills, I kind of like the Bills. But then the Saints game, I could take the Falcons. Yeah, they have a chance to get in. Arthur Smith has been doing a really um, – he's been very up and down, I think, on our on our boards this season. But he has been very sharp at least the last couple weeks that I think could put him in a good position. Mm-hmm. And with that said, that'll be the uh, conclusion of the Lynn Sandy podcast. Uh, continue to look at our content week 15, man, Bryce, we got a good week. We got chiefs chargers uh, coming out on Thursday. We got the Patriots and the Colts. I will be there, Caleb. I will be there. You're giving at us Lucas live updates. I will live updates. be there. Yeah, it's going to be electric. I am ready to lose my voice for this game. Oh, sure. Maybe if we it. get a W, if we yeah. get a W, yeah, we are currently hear it on the favored. We are currently favored. It's kind of nuts. I'm two and a half. We are yes. a two and a half point favorite. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Then you get the Bengals and the Broncos. You got the Seahawks, Rams, Packers, Ravens, and then horrible Sunday night game. But, you know, who knows? Tom Brady that can is, put on a show. So bad. I, I mean, there's, there's, there's some good games for us this week. Some fun matchups to kind of see where things out, uh, you know, are pretty much stacked up in the playoff picture. So, Bryce. Uh, once again, thank you for coming on the Limb Thank you.